Hey everyone, Tom Tool here. We partnered with Boomtown in 2016 after using garbage CRMs that didn't scale. Since then, our team went from selling just under 100 homes a year and are now pacing over 700 home sales this year. There is no way to build your business in a sustainable and repeatable way without a CRM like Boomtown. To check out Boomtown and see how you can score $750 in free digital advertising, visit boomtownroi.com slash 5am call. That's boomtownroi.com slash 5am call. Good morning, East Coast 5am. This is Pat Kenny calling in from sunny South Florida for this week's edition of Saturday. Today is Saturday, August the 6th. I do hope everyone did have an awesome, awesome week and was able to tune in some of the great calls from our good friends. Your good friends, everyone's good friends, uh, our good friend Lisa, Tom, and Mr. Byron Lazine, of course. If you did miss any of those calls, please, as I do every week, I urge you and encourage you to check out the SoundCloud and or the podcast and make sure that you leave a review and share that with someone while you're there. And while you're sharing and leaving reviews, or at least following, please go follow the Instagram account, 5am call underscore, while you're on your phone or computer. I read a great story read lots of stories. I think most of us here that, that share and, and moderate and that participate in part of this group read a lot of stories. But this is a great one. So in the late 1800s, Teddy Roosevelt was on a hunting trip uh, in the Big Hole Basin in Montana. And the trip, by all accounts that he shared in, in, the, in a book, that, in, in a biography they wrote, uh, did not get off to a good start. They get off the train, him and his, his hunting party, uh, they start searching for a wagon to bring them out to where they have to go, and they ran into the first of what is many, many issues. Uh, the wagon they found was beat up, barely safe, overpriced. Uh, the harnesses were rotting. The horses were ill-behaved and, and spoiled. Just a whole big disaster within you know, minutes of getting off this massively long train ride to get from Washington, D.C. over to Montana. There wasn't a lot of use in complaining, I would say, at that point in time, because they had already gotten all the way out there. So uh, President Roosevelt later in his, his memoir called the, the Wilderness Hunter, excuse me, um, says, on the frontier, one soon grows to accept the little facts with kind of a bland indifference. Because what's the alternative? I've just gone all this way, again, from D.C. all the way to Montana by train, what am I going to do? Ruin, let it ruin the trip? Yell at the horses? It's going to be very effective, right? Fix those harnesses because you're mad at them or while you're mad at them? Part of that's not just going to do anything. In fact, a lot part of the appeal of that outdoor lifestyle is that it's a challenge, right? When you go you know, camping, for those of you that go camping, not a personal favorite of mine, but when you go camping, you're out, you're doing things, you're, you're unless you're, you know, in that, the glamping world of things, I suppose. But when you're out there doing those things, there's a, a simplicity that you're searching for. And sometimes it's a little bit tougher. It just, it just is what it is. Camping, hunting, uh, both great metaphors and great training for some of the difficulties in our lives, in our day-to-days, right? So for President Roosevelt, bad luck continued. It was just, there was a mishap after mishap, right? So um, the wagon had trouble getting across different, different pieces of terrain. Uh, the horses, as they said, were, were ill-behaved, so there was just a constant struggle. The weather was absolutely terrible. At one point, it looked like it was actually going to take an even more serious turn, and Roosevelt was quoted as talking to his tailor and said he would rather it didn't storm. Well, his partner, 
uh, and one of the one of the people in the hunting party stopped whistling for one second because he'd been working on something, whistling while doing so, and said to the president, "Well, we're not having our rathers on this trip," and then continued whistling and working on the thing he was working on. We're not having our rathers on this trip. The truth is, you, me, everyone else, we don't get our rathers in life either. All of us are pulled along, moving through through the universe here, doing the things that we can control, impacting the things that we can impact, and making the differences when we can. But sometimes things just don't line up. Sometimes they do. That's why you have to work on what is your attitude. We have to embrace the fact that there are things every day, there are things probably right now we'd rather be doing, right? Some of you would rather still be asleep. Some of us would rather it's nice day outside if it's not good weather. Some of us would rather not have to deal with that client or that customer or even that colleague sometimes, right? We would rather be doing something else. But you have to embrace when you're in a situation where you'd rather be doing something else, but you know that that situation is going to get you one step closer to the thing that you set out to do. Also, when you'd rather be doing something else, sometimes you just have to do it because you said you would. We have to embrace and accept the little facts of life. Bland indifference is a great way to start, but how about cheerful whistling while you're doing the thing that you don't want to do? Have an absolutely awesome Saturday. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning, live at 5.